Hey, it's Jenny, and thank you for listening to the Analogy of the Sun podcast. This podcast is going to be a little, it's going to be kind of an in-between between a deep dive and a post-it. So I did an episode prior um, about Rachel Hollis, and Rachel Hollis has kind of gotten on my shit list. And I say that only because I, like I said in the previous episode, go back and you can listen to that, that when her first book, well, not her first ever book, but her, it technically would be her third book. She has three other books that came out prior to Girl Wash Her Face that she actually had self-published and actually did pretty well for being a self, you know, self-published books. So Girl Wash Your Face came out about 2018. And I, like I said, my Facebook feed was full. I mean, full of screenshots and pictures of that book and everyone loving that fucking book. And I just have a thing with people telling me what to do. So, you know, she's got girl, wash your face. And then after that, girl, stop apologizing. I'm like, bitch, stop telling me what to do. (laughs) Like, that's my first instinct is you can't tell me what to do you're not my real dad like if that's my you know that's my first instinct so she's kind of on my shit list just because I kind of like I said in, I think I believe I said in the other episode I saw that she was full of shit from a mile away anyone who and just we'll just put this out there anyone who tries to be authentic and relatable, even though now, you know, on her new, her, her newest, uh, video is what makes you think I want to be relatable? Well, bitch, you kind of, uh, tried to be relatable for many years. And in 2015, she posted a picture and what kind of started her whole thing of being a mommy blogger and kind of orbited her in that stratosphere of, you know, being a mommy blogger was this photo she posted during when, body positivity was at its kind of getting to its peak her posting a picture in a bikini showing her stretch marks and the fact that she had a saggy belly because she had had three kids so that kind of helped her you know gain a little traction you know so that's been your whole shit is you're relatable you know I shaved my toes I used to be bad at sex, blah, blah, blah. You know, she's got all this stuff that she would say. And now she's recanting and kind of backpedaling now that she has money. What makes you think I want to be relatable? Well, uh, your whole career, I think, is and you call everyone sis, which now in the climate we live in, I think is very, I don't want to say disrespectful or disingenuous I'm, it's it, to me it is disingenuous and I almost take it as when I watch her videos as an outsider looking in not someone who is clouded by judgment because I like her I take it as kind of condescending and that's me because I don't like her um and even putting that aside when I watch those videos of her hey sis blah 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 I'm like I'm not your fucking sis like talk to me like a human being and not only that like she likes to call her group of females, because I'm I'm sure there's not any men that follow her, um, her tribe, which, did you have to pick the two words in the English language that you really shouldn't just throw around, like, you know, sis now is 
you know, used in a different context. And I'm not saying that, hey, I'm this, you know, liberal snowflake that's like, oh, you can only use it in this context. No, it's just, again, to me, even taking away, you know, cisgendered individuals, I feel like, to me, it's just very condescending. And to call someone your tribe, well, come on now, that eh, that that was shitty when you did it anyways, because it's just irresponsible to me. Oh, you're a tribe. Okay, so are we going to start wearing fucking headdresses like those bitches do at Coachella? Is that what we're doing? Okay, let's not do that. Let's not say tribes and all this shit because, you know, we don't have a very good past with things like that as white people. So let's try to... Let's try to be sensitive. I'm not saying overly sensitive. Jesus, no, I'm not saying that. But there's, you know, a little decorum when it comes to certain topics. You know, just, hey, if you don't know how to handle it and you don't know how to touch on it properly, let's just avoid it at all costs. Just avoid it, you know. We've really fucked over uh, Native Americans. Let's try not to maybe take words from them or... Anyways, it just, you know what I mean? It just, it seems very problematic for reasons that you may not understand or may not agree with. So let's just shy, we can just shy away from that. Let's just stay away from that word or words or let's just find something else to call people, you know, a group of people, you know. So it's just, with her, I could smell it. I could smell the bullshit. And I, you know don't know her but I could smell it it's just to me when people when people try to say that they're you know they're trying so hard to push this authentic narrative of I'm relatable you know in so many words I'm quirky I'm fun you know I'm not like those other girls it's very sus like okay whatever bitch I don't (laughs) No one asked you to be like that anyways. You're the one that did that because you knew that that would reel women in. Because for whatever reason, our society, in the United States at least, that I can speak on in, like I said in my last uh, little uh, episode, I I have listeners in other countries. Yay! And I don't know how it is in other countries. I don't know necessarily how women in those countries have been marketed towards like we are marketed here but in america great the great us of a women are marketed not marketed to but kind of pressured maybe marketed i don't you know but pressured at a young age to not be like other girls we're kind of pinned against each other at a young age you know you gotta be like one of the boys, you know. I like to watch football. I like to I like to climb trees. I like to get dirty. I like to blah 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 blah. You know, I'm not like other girls, and I hate it. Now that I'm, you know, almost forty, <laughs> I look back at the times I've said that. I just don't have a lot of, you know, friends that are girls because you know girls are just bitches. It's so fucking awful to say that shit. You know, it's just so bad. Uh, and I said it a lot because I did have a lot of male friends growing up because I was, and not stereotypically and not done on purpose. I was one of those girls that let's just, okay. So for an example, um, me and 
my friend, my really close friend who actually, I, we call each other sisters because we've been really close since we were like 17. So over 20 years. And I can remember such situations or certain, certain events, certain times where we would, it'd be Saturday night or whatever. And we'd go out drinking, you know, underage, unfortunately. And usually we'd just go to like a friend's house and we would drink there, sleep there, of course, and then wake up. And all of our friends, it was, you know, two guys that we hung out with, their apartment, we'd sleep there on the couch or whatever, or sleep on the floor, futon. And actually she was dating one of the guys at the time. So I would sleep on the couch (laughs) and uh, get up and the guys would, if we had beer left over, we wouldn't, but the guys would go run to the beer store real quick, come back and we'd watch football, NFL, you know, American football, not not soccer and football and because it's you know all the games start at noon and I'd be ready for it because I loved football I loved basketball um now not so much I mean I do but it's not I didn't love it as much as I did back then because I don't know why I mean I love college football here but um and I love uh, college basketball but the professional shit I'm just not as big in as I used to be um, maybe, I mean, that looking back, maybe it was because of, you know, the male interest. That's a good, I mean, that's a possibility, but also probably not just because when I was younger, say like nine, 10, whatever, it was a way for me to hang out with my, my biological father and my uncle and stuff. Cause they loved it so much. And so I got into it and it is fun to watch. It really is. Um, so I would get up and be excited and she was just kind of like not loving it, you know, and she still was my best friend at the time, but I was always like, well, I'm the girl that likes to watch, you know, sports center on ESPN. I'm the girl that likes to watch sports and actually knew a lot about sports and, and all that and drank beer at noon, even though I had drank myself silly the night before I was also like 17. So, you know, hangovers weren't as bad (laughs) or really anything really it's that young metabolism you know so we in the United States are kind of us women are pinned against each other at a very young age of well you know I'm not like other girls you know that type of rhetoric which is very damaging and then I didn't realize how bad it was until I got older and then I realized just I would see other women say it. I'm like, God, that is fucking disgusting. Like, we should be lifting each other up, not shoving each other into the dirt, you know. Um, we should be helping each other. And we just aren't. And I don't think it's necessarily the woman's fault. I think it's just something that we're kind of nonchalantly... Kind of told to do in a way and like I said nonchalantly so it's not very it's not obvious and I didn't know how obvious it was how horrible it was until I got older so I feel like with her it's the same thing it's the I'm quirky I'm fun I'm I'm relatable so when someone is that in your face about they don't necessarily say I'm relatable it's the again I I shave my toes I have stretch marks I did this, I did that, blah, 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 blah. 
just be wary of those people. Because if you have to tell someone over and over again how relatable you are, you probably really aren't. <laughs> it's like the same, it's the same thing of if someone constantly tells you how smart they are, I'm so smart. Oh, well, I'm smarter than this. I'm so smart. You probably really aren't that smart. <laughs> you don't, you shouldn't have to tell someone you're smart for them to know you're smart. You know, it's just things that the phrases and sentences and statements that come out of your mouth on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, whatever, that will show them how smart you are. It's not you saying, I'm so smart (laughs) or I'm a good person. If you're a good, if you keep saying I'm a good person, you are probably the most diabolical piece of shit out there. (laughs) You know, or it's like people saying good vibes only on there. Probably really trying hard to to hold on to one positive thought in their brain or they have like a bloody knife hidden behind their back or something you know it's that blatant sense of whatever action you're like "Mm, you're trying too hard you just you seem like you're trying a little too hard so with her it's just been Like I, I, I even said it in my Instagram story not that long ago because I can't sleep. That I didn't want to be right about this. I'm not like joyful. I'm right that this woman is taking advantage of other women. I'm not happy that, you know, I have friends and family that liked her. And now are realizing that she's a piece of shit. Like, I don't like that. I don't like the fact they give her, they gave her money and now, you know, it's coming out who she really is. Like that makes me even, that makes me go red even more because she's her and her husband, both in my personal opinion, have scammed people out of millions of dollars. And it's very frustrating to me. Um, so that's why I really don't like her and I can't stand her. And it's, you know, even just to negate the fact that her and her husband were doing, you know, these these like, I wouldn't say conventions because it's just them, but they were going around and doing these tours and had a podcast talking about how great their marriage was and giving like couples retreat type situations. And it was costing like $800 or $800, $1,800. And that doesn't include, you know, hotel stay, food, whatever for these couples to go and see them talk about their marriage. And when she wrote the book, you know, didn't see that coming you know, came out last year talking about her marriage and saying that they were thinking about getting a divorce. They've been thinking about it for a couple years. That means that when you were taking money from people, from couples and thinking you were helping them with their marriage, or I don't think she was saying that they were thinking that you were going to help them and give them advice on their, you know, making their marriage better. Your marriage was struggling. You are the epitome of what you have stood up in front of MLM company, you know, representatives, associates, you know, and said, do you know, you know, you know, those, those people that are your friends on Facebook or Instagram and they make their life look so great. And in reality, they're in the middle of almost getting a divorce and they look like they're on vacation, but they're about to file bankruptcy. They're driving this car, but the car got repoed and blah, 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 blah. That's what she's had, has said that on stage to people. Do you know these people? She was talking about herself. 
she stood there and judged people for things that she does herself, which is so infuriating. And it's like she is the epitome of the mirror theory. Of all the shadow work I've ever done, Carl Jung, who is an amazing, who was an amazing um, psychologist, I guess you could call him, psychotherapist. And one question that you're constantly asked when you're doing shadow work is, what is one person that you have an issue with, underlying issue with? And you'll have to say what that underlying, you know, who it is and what that underlying issue is. And then the question after that is, the issue that you have with them, do you, can you see that within yourself? And usually yes, because what infuriates you about someone else is usually what you've done to yourself or in the past. So then I guess I've got to kind of look at myself, right? Why am I so irritated about Rachel Hollis, right? And I, like I said, I, I mean, I think I even kind of covered that without even knowing I was going to do that was I've been that woman that has lied about who I was in a way and put other women down to put myself up, even though I, it didn't, I, I wasn't trying to, or it didn't come off that way because we thought that's how we were supposed to do things. So it's inferior to me. It's just inferior because I have been that woman who have put who has put other women down to make myself look better. So I hate to see women do that to other women. It makes me so mad. Like I said, it makes me go red. I hate it, especially when I know family members that bought her books and went and saw her and did. And it makes me so mad. I'm like, damn it, why the fuck, you know? So. I think we just need to be very cautious of these self-help gurus of the moment because at the end of the day, most of them, if not all of them, excuse me, I take a drink, are not licensed therapists in any way. Uh, Most of them, if they have a degree, have a business degree. And I'm not even saying that I have the right to talk about some, I mean, right, I mean, what's the right, um, to talk about some of the things I talk about, I've done a lot of, <laughs> a lot of studying. I'm one of the people, let's just say this. I'm almost 38 years old and I find it fun, actually fun, not quote fun, you know, not quote unquote fun, actually fun to watch lectures about certain topics, be it psychology, neuroscience, philosophy, what have you, and take notes. I'm that person. I have man like homemade like trash journals full of philosophy notes and I'm that person. I'm that big of a fucking nerd. Cause I can't afford thousands and thousands of dollars to go to college. I just never could afford it. So I tend to do that stuff on my own, you know. Cause I can't afford thirty thousand dollars a year to a degree for four or five years, six years, whatever. So I just feel like if you're going to get on a stage in front of people, you should be a little bit more certified in what you're talking about other than uh, being a money blogger. 
And I hate the fact that she has taken money from people they both have and been dishonest. Loyalty and honesty are two things that are very important to me in my life. And I think they should be with everybody. So when someone deviates from that, I will kind of have a particular opinion of them. And I always will.